You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And welcome into the Braves postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Grant McCauley and Jake Mastriani with you after a frustrating start to a five-game series, a showdown in the Big Apple in which the first-place New York Mets were able to hold off the Atlanta Braves by a 6-4 score and draw first blood in again, a five-game series heading in through this weekend. Got a lot to talk about, a lot to unpack from this one, of course, and we'll get you set up for what is ahead in this series. But before we do, I want to remind you, as always, to subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta. If you haven't already, enable those alerts so you get notified every time we drop a new episode. And make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Jake, as I mentioned, lots of stuff to get to here, but I think we always end up starting with the man on the mound for Atlanta. More times than not, that's been good this year, but it was all wrong for Kyle Wright on this night. Yeah, tough out, outing for him. For me, it really comes down to the two walks, and I know he gave up four homers, but it's the two walks that led to two runs. You had the walk both to Lindor. You had the walk to Lindor in the first, which allowed Marte to score on the hit from Alonzo, and then you had the walk in front of Alonzo's home run later in the game as well. So for me, that was, you know, obviously it wasn't a great game, but you don't walk those two batters. Potentially it's a 4-4 a game, and things turn out differently. So uh, again... I thought he was solid overall. I was glad that he at least stayed around in the game and kept the Braves in there late after falling behind, you know, 5 nothing early. But certainly not the outing Wright was looking for, not one of his best. Um, but, again, it, to me, it goes back to those two walks. You can live with solo home runs. You're going to give those up every now and then. And Naquin, what a game he had. That last one he hit, I can't believe it. I mean, he golfed it off the ground. I mean, it was just an incredible swing going the opposite field. But, Again, those two walks of Francisco Lindor obviously was struggling with his fastball command. And this one had just one called strike on that fastball. That is just kind of absurd to even think about. So hitters were able to sit back on that off-speed stuff and got a, gave a couple of home runs on his curveball. So uh, clearly just did not have it on this night, unfortunately, for Kyle Wright. Yeah, unfortunate for him, unfortunate for the Braves as well. He'd been so good in his 20 starts this season. Kyle Wright had only allowed multiple home runs in one of those 20 starts. He'd never allowed back-to-back home runs, and he had never allowed four home runs in a start in his career until this night. Let's get you inside the line score now. Game number 106 for the Braves. Game one of five up in at City Field facing the New York Mets. Braves dropped to 63 and 43, four runs, seven hits, an error, four men left aboard. Six runs, nine hits, no errors, five men left for the Mets, who are now 67 and 38. They are four and a half games ahead of the Braves in the NLE standings. The win goes to Carlos Carrasco. He was really dialed in early. The Braves did end up getting to him later in his start, which we'll talk about because there was one very notable thing that happened in this one, offensively speaking, that if nothing else, maybe it makes you hopeful about what's to come. But Carrasco now 12 and four on the year, right with the loss, 13 and five. Edwin Diaz, a two inning save, first one of those that he's had. His 24th of the year, the Braves did make him work a little bit with 28 pitches thrown. We'll see how or if that affects him as the series moves forward. To close the book on right, though, as we've already pretty much discussed his night, six innings of uh, six-run ball, all of them earned seven hits, a couple of walks, four strikeouts, four home runs. That's a career high for him. And really, things kind of came apart for him. I felt like in that third inning, as Jake mentioned, a walk to Francisco Lindor with two outs, opened the door for Pete Alonso to drive in his second and third runs of the night. He'd already gotten a right for the first run of the night, three RBI night for him as he hit a two-run homer, and then you had 
back-to-back home runs with Dan Vogelbach following him up and Tyler Naquin with two home runs off Kyle Wright. The first one, a no-doubter. The second one, he went down and golfed it out over the left field wall. It was a hot night. The ball was traveling well for the Mets, and unfortunately, they were able to get to Kyle Wright in a way that no team has gotten to him as far as home runs are concerned in his young career, and especially not here in 2022. We'll tell you a little bit more about what it went on offensively for the Braves in this game. But before we do, I want to remind you that Coffee AM is the official sponsor of the Braves postcast. And coffee has never tasted so good. Coffee AM is an Atlanta-based small batch coffee roaster. And if you go to coffeeam.com slash locked on today, you can get a look at their full menu. They've got coffees, teas, gift sets, all kinds of stuff there at coffeeam.com slash locked on. If you use the coupon code locked on at checkout, you get 15% off your entire order. Coffee AM, the best small batch coffee roaster in America. So let's talk about the Braves offense, because if you want to talk about waking up and smelling the coffee, we've been waiting for Mr. Ronald Acuna Jr. to get back in the home run column, Jake. He broke an 18-game, 75-at-bat homerless drought. This the longest of his career, and for a hitter who has averaged a home run about every 14-and-a-half at-bats over the course of his career, it was a sight for sore eyes to see him hit one into the apple basket in center field, a two-run shot off Carlos Carrasco, his ninth home run of the year. Yeah, and a night that, you know, ended so poorly for the Braves. Uh, this is certainly, you know, a, a blessing right here with Ronald Acuna Jr. Going deep, you can kind of see him, you know, that pressure kind of lifted off his shoulders, he, you know, doing the kind of mock curtain call and then the dugout. I mean, he knows it. He knows he's not playing up to his level, but was encouraging on this night. You know, I know he had the strikeouts in there. That's part of Ronald's game, but the two balls he put in play – both 102 miles per hour or harder, both with one with a 26 degree launch angle and one with a 30 degree launch angle. He got under both of those balls and you got to see one of them leave the park. That's kind of what we've been waiting for. We keep seeing him, you know, pound those balls into the ground to the left side. Home run was to deep center. So these are certainly encouraging things for Ronald Acuna Jr. Again, you know, it's going to happen. We're just kind of waiting, looking for signs of him to break out of it. I feel like he's just been pressing. He's trying to just swing his way out of this slump that he's in. So hopefully you see him, you know, now that he has his home run, uh, you know, past him and that streak out of the way, hopefully you see him relax a little bit more at the plate. And we start seeing more of that opposite field power, start seeing him get some more lift on these baseballs. And once he does, I mean, watch out. This, this offense is going to take off. Yeah, I mean, this is the impact player that the Braves are waiting to really step up his game. That's what's going to elevate the Braves' offense. I saw a lot of different comments about, you know, well, the Braves' offense needs to do this or that. But really, I think the key to beating the New York Mets is your pitching has to be able to limit their offense in order to keep you into a game and give you a chance to win. It's not going to be going out there against the Mets pitching in 2022 and deciding that you're going to throw six, seven, eight runs on the board any given night. They have proven that's not going to be the case. It's going to be even harder with Max Scherzer healthy and Jacob DeGrom back in there as well. Both of those guys are looming in this series. So for the Braves, as much as anything, run prevention is going to be a big part of their success against a club like the New York Mets. If you have your starters routinely being unable to really give you a quality start, which is one of the things we've seen in the last series against the Mets at Truist Park and what we've been seeing at City Field, that's a trend that's going to have to change big time. Six earned runs for Kyle Wright on this night. Not something that you expected, but the Mets were able to get up 5 nothing early and really command this game. And it's not even so much about scoring first. It's about scoring early and often, and the Mets certainly did that on this night. The Braves' offense did try to battle their way back into it. Michael Harris, the second, got him on the board with an RBI single with two outs. Ronald Acuna Jr. with a two-run home run, made it a 5-3 game. Then Tyler Naquin's second home run, stretched it back out to 6-3. to three. Michael Harris with another run-scoring single, got the Braves to within two runs, and then we come to, of course, the finish of this game in which Buck Showalter 
learned from his mistake in the playoffs a few years ago with the Orioles. He went to his closer, and not only did he go to him, he went to him in the eighth inning, and Edwin Diaz, he was uh, as good as advertised. But the Braves did have him on the ropes, I felt like, in the ninth inning. Eddie Rosario fought off a 100-mile-an-hour fastball for a single, made his way down to second, was there with two outs. The count was 3-0 and against Orlando Arcia, and then one of the most inexplicable check swing ground outs to end a baseball game you'll ever see. What a frustrating way to end the game, Jake. That had to be a taking-all-the-way situation. I just don't know what was happening in that moment for Arcia. Yeah, I, I don't know either. Look, I get it. RC is a, a good fastball hunter. You know, he's hunting those fastballs and leverage counts. But this is Edwin Diaz, and you got a chance to get on base and bring up Michael Harris, who already has two hits in this game. I know it doesn't matter righty-lefty for Edwin Diaz, but it is a lefty batter up there. I, I just I don't understand that. I've, I've seen some people on Twitter trying to argue that, you know, he was just trying to get out of the way of the ball, and the bat kind of went into the, the path on a 3-0 count. And, and you're the tying run, you're backing out of the box when that pitch is being thrown. You are not even thinking about swinging at that baseball. So no idea what Orlando Arcia is doing. It's led to a lot of hate on Twitter for Arcia, which I think is unwarranted. Uh, he's been really good for the Braves, especially in Ozzy's a- absence. But I just I don't know what that was. I mean, that's just a boneheaded decision there to even attempt to go after that pitch when you're the tying run in a 3-0 count in the ninth inning. Uh, I just I can't understand it it's a horrible way to end what mm-hmm. was turning out to be a really good ball game because the Braves fell behind five nothing fought their way back into it gave themselves a chance and then for it to end like that just makes it brutal yeah it just really ended with a whimper and I think that's the frustrating part about that there was no guarantee that they were about to get Edwin Diaz because look he's been on several offenses I'd say 29 other teams has had him on their most wanted list if they've had to go up against him in the ninth inning at any point this year for the Mets or in the foreseeable future. This guy is back to the prime level that he was in Seattle as the best closer in baseball. That's the guy they traded for, and this is the guy that's been anchoring that bullpen and has been, I think, bar none, the best reliever in all of Major League Baseball this year. So when you do have that chance, it's so frustrating to see it in on a check swing roller that Diaz was able to pick up and walk to the bag himself on a 3-0 count. And it's not to harp on Arcia. I think it was a reflexive thing, if nothing else, maybe just a mistake. And one of those things that it didn't roll foul for him, and Unfortunately, you can't afford to make mistakes in a game like this, especially against a team like the Mets. They will make you pay for it, and they made the Braves pay for them uh, big time on this night, and it wasn't just the last out where the Braves lost this game. A 5 nothing lead early, six earned runs allowed by their starting pitcher, four home runs for the Mets. Give them credit. They went out there, and offensively, they took it to the Braves, who are the team that likes to set the tone offensively, and that just didn't happen in this game. So as we look at a snapshot of the National League standings, once again, four and a half games back is where the Braves find themselves because every one of the games in this five-game series is going to be worth a full game in the standings. Don't like going back four and a half. The Braves can trim it back to three and a half in game two of this series. Then, of course, you got the doubleheader and you got Sunday. All of those are ahead, and the Braves have been pretty good at a win-the-day kind of philosophy as they've won a lot of series. But the season series is now led 5-3 by the New York Mets with 11 games remaining on the year and four remaining in this series. So a lot to talk about as we move forward. And we will do that in a moment, get you set for game two of the series. But before that, I want to let you know to make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. Locked on sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement pieces. So use the code LOCKEDON. That is code LOCKEDON. Every order is insured, ships free, arrives in discreet packaging, and it won't give away what's inside. So you can shop stress-free and find your forever piece at BlueNile.com today. 
We'll be looking for a moment that sparkles or a start that sparkles from Ian Anderson. He really showed us a lot, I think, in the last outing about maybe what his new pitch mix could be, what he could be doing that would turn his season around with his last good start. But, you know, if you're only as good as your last start, then maybe Ian Anderson is coming into this one with some momentum. Nine and six on the season, but a 499 ERA. Taiwan Walker, meanwhile, a nine-game winner against just two losses, a 2.79 ERA. And, Jake, this Mets rotation goes well beyond Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom, doesn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it's deep. I mean, you talked about it earlier in the podcast. You're going to beat this Mets team. You're going to have to outpitch them, and that's hard because they have a good pitching staff, and their lineup is so deep as well. I mean, it's a good team. We've been saying that all along. I'm not taking anything away from the Mets. So you're going to have to outpitch them, and the Braves just haven't done that so far in these last couple of series. And look, Ian Anderson was great last time out, but you don't know what you're going to get from him. This is a big pressure start for him. Because, look, there's 50-plus games left. It's hard to call these games must-win or a must-win series. But, I mean, to lose a series and and lose more ground in the division, you're already four and a half back where you are. I mean, this is a a tough next four games for the Braves. You feel like they really got to win at least two, if not three, of these games, obviously, to not lose ground. And you know you're going to have to face Scherzer and DeGrom over the weekend. It's a big start for Ian Anderson. And uh, the Braves offense really needs to come out early and give him some run support, you know, kind of take it to the Mets. The Mets have been doing all the punishing so far here lately in these matchups. So, Hoping the Braves offense can do that, allow Ian to kind of settle in. And look, maybe the pressure helps him. He's great in the postseason when all the pressure in the world is on him. So maybe he's going to rise to that occasion. I certainly hope so. The Braves certainly need him to, because like I said, the matchups over the weekend are going to be really tough. You're facing two of the best pitchers in all of baseball and Scherzer and DeGrom over the weekend. You are, but you don't have to get to them until you get through Taiwan Walker in game two on Friday night. Ian Anderson, nine and six. Walker, nine and two. That's your pitching matchup for game two at City Field. 7.10 p.m. Eastern time is that first pitch as the Braves and Mets meet again. Second game of a five-game weekend series. It should be, once again, a pivotal matchup in this series. As Jake mentioned, it only gets a little bit rougher from there. And the Mets here in 2022, if you had any kind of uh, false assumption that they were going to be a club like in 2021 that just kind of wilted in the summer heat, They showed no signs of slowing down. And if you're the Braves, I say you want to beat them at their best, right? And if you're the Braves, you want to make the Mets beat you at your best. So let's see what they're able to do for the remainder of the series. Of course, the remainder of the season series. And there are 56 games remaining. So the head-to-head matchup is critical. There is some time left, but the Braves don't want to dig any bigger hole. That'll wrap things up for us on the Braves postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you're subscribed here on YouTube, and make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. For Jake Mastroianni, I'm Grant McCauley. Once again, the bad news for the Braves from the ballpark on this night is a 6-4 loss at the hands of the New York Mets. We'll be back with you tomorrow to recap Game 2. And until then, so long, everyone.